Excuse you, motorcycle. Don't you know I'm trying to record a funny Dungeons & Dragons podcast? Hello and welcome to Chaotic Creations, a podcast where we take weird prompts and make weird Dungeons & Dragons characters. I'm Harper, your lawful nerdy paladin. And I'm Darby, your chaotic tired bard. And welcome to our fourth episode. Darby, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine because we hit 300 followers on Twitter. Not only that, but we also hit 200 downloads on our podcast. So thank you so much to everyone who has followed us on Twitter and has downloaded our episodes and listened to them. You are actively helping us to grow the podcast. Yep, helping a, a young podcast grow into a big, strong adult podcast. Darby, do you know what else is helping the podcast grow? No, pray tell. It is people leaving reviews. We got a new five-star review this week. What? Little Goo said that we are chaotic energy in the best way. They said that we bring some interesting characters and break traditional D&D stereotypes. We agree, Little Goo. Aw, thank you, Little Goo. <laughs> they said they can't wait to hear more well we cannot wait for you to keep listening because we have some interesting things in store and to keep reading because if you go to our website chaoticpod.com transcriptions you can see the new section of our website that includes transcripts of our episodes and please bear with me as i slog through transcription for the first time in my entire life Something else that is new is the episode that is coming next week, where, Darby, we have our very first guest on the podcast. Yes, we do. I'm so excited. And we get to know who that is, but for you listeners, it will be a mystery. Unless, of course, you are listening to this well after it releases, in which case you'll be able to see who the mystery guest is. Yes, but for now, it'll be Harper and mine and the guest's little secret. But before we have a guest come on next week, we still have an episode to record this week. And this week, it is my turn to prompt Darby. Oh, boy. Darby, are you feeling ready to roll some dice? I'm ready as I'll ever be. All right, then. So without further ado, let's jump into another episode of Chaotic Creations. I will be prompting Darby to make me a bard who, instead of singing songs, only inspires through using stand-up comedy. So negative inspiration. (laughs) Yeah, so the race and the background are entirely up to you. Even the college is up to you. I just, I do not want this bard to be musical at all. I only want to hear them jokes. Okay, okay. So my stats right now are 7, 16, 12, 15, 15, and 17. Okay, that's not a bad spread to start with. So a bard's main skill is charisma. So that's going to be the 17 for sure. For sure. What race are you thinking? Oh. You know what? Why not? How about a Goliath? <laughs> a Goliath who does stand-up comedy. Yeah! I think that's funny. I... I kind of love it. Just like this big lumbering person comes in for like a talent show or something and everyone's like, uh, what are you going to do? And he's like, 
I'm here to do stand-up. <laughs> you would actually be really funny if his strength was seven. That would definitely be inverting the Goliath expectation. Not so much the Bard expectation. Yeah, I think inverting the Goliath expectation. Who thinks the Goliath would be a Bard? Not a lot of people, but this guy is gonna be. I mean, I hear about Goliaths being barbarians as a joke sometimes, but I like it, like, now he doesn't even have the strength to be a barbarian. He's just a bard. Yeah. Just musical. Well, no, not musical, because he does only stand-up. <laughs> Are there any other stats that a bard specializes in? I think a bard's usual secondary stat is dexterity, because of, you know, the melee attacks that they can use and armor class. Mm -hmm. I've got the dexterity at 16, probably 15 constitution, 15 intelligence, 12 wisdom. What bonuses does being a goliath give you? Plus two to strength and plus one to constitution. Okay, so not that helpful for you. Rounds out constitution at the very least. It's always nice when we can bring it up, bring up a score to a new modifier. Does it get you out of the red in strength? Nope. <laughs> But at least it's not so bad. It's only a minus one. Okay, so what are your stats now? Alright, so strength is 9, dexterity 16, constitution 16, intelligence 15, wisdom 12, and charisma 17. Okay, so that's pretty solid building blocks right there. Yeah, I think so. Maybe this guy's whole stand-up routine is like, you know, I'm supposed to be big and strong, but... I don't know if you can tell, that's, you know, I don't know, I, I don't watch enough stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> the closest stand-up analogy for me is when I'm thinking about all the, like, Asian or Asian-American stand-up comedians talking about how they're a disappointment to their parents with, you know, they're supposed to be lawyers and doctors and, like, scientists, but instead they're stand-up comedians. So you think that a Goliath becoming a stand-up comedian instead of being a barbarian is the equivalent of an Asian kid growing up to be a stand-up comedian instead of a doctor? I don't think the same, but I think that's a similar <laughs> vibe. Fair enough. Family expectations, you know? Yeah. Put this kid through school to be like, you know, put on some muscle weight and stuff like that, and and now they're just kind of scrawny and pouring out jokes to a, not really a microphone, I guess prestidigitation, is that? Or is it thaumaturgy? It's thaumaturgy that makes your voice boom. Yeah, that's thaumaturgy. Just using thaumaturgy to just tell their jokes to like a big crowd of people? That's fun, magical microphone, basically. Uh-huh. It's funny, because when we talk about a, a Goliath who does comedy, I know it's not stand-up, but the only thing I can think of is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> just an absolute beefcake who's really funny maybe i'll name him Dwayne. <laughs> in your honor mr johnson not that he's dead hopefully not dead i mean at the time of recording Dwayne the rock johnson is fine his family is fine they are recovering mm -hmm. at the time of publication who knows all right let's take a look at proficiencies choose a skill probably performance i think it's an absolute must i can't think of a single bard who isn't proficient in performance. Persuasion. Mm-hmm. A must. Intimidation. Because he's just massive. I would say, even though he's scrawny for his family, I still want to say he's quite strong in comparison to other people. With that nine strength, yeah. 
Yeah, well. He's strong in heart. Definitely has that look of being strong. Like how professional bodybuilders aren't actually, like, functionally fit, but they look really good. Yeah, where they got all the bulging muscles, but it's like, I can't lift anything, help. <laughs> okay, Bard College. I'm immediately drawn to College of Glamour or College of Eloquence. So tell me about them. What's making you choose between them? When I think of a bard who likes stand-up comedy, I think of someone who's, like, glamorous. I think College of Glamour is more, like, fey glamour and not, like, G-L-A-M-O-R-O-U-S. Like, the, the, the former, not the latter. Is that a song? Yes, it's a song. See, I'm not caught up on modern TV, but I know my mid-2000s TV very well, and I remember that distinctly from a Gossip Girl episode. Oh, I never watched Gossip Girl. (laughs) At the beginning of college, I had a big mid-2000s teen drama phase, and I watched a lot of different shows that I had missed when I was a teen on Netflix. Well, then the College of Eloquence, I think, really sticks out to me. The description reads, Adherence of the College of Eloquence Master the Art of Oratory. Oratory? Oratory? Oratory. Oratory. I had it right the first, second time. Persuasion is regarded as a high art, and a well-reasoned, well-spoken argument often proves more powerful than objective truth. These bards wield a blend of logic and theatrical wordplay, winning over skeptics and detractors with logical arguments and plucking at heartstrings to appeal to the emotions of entire audiences. It sounds more like talky than some of the other colleges, you know? Yeah, it does. Ah, starting at third level, you are the master at saying the right thing at the right time. When you make a charisma persuasion or a deception check, you can treat a d20 roll of nine or lower as a 10. There we go. Okay. So this is like the kind of stand-up comedian who kind of went into politics a little bit, like a Stephen Colbert or a Hassan Minhaj. Oh my god, yeah, 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 this is, yeah. I, this character is now building my brain, and now I'm, you know that meme with Zach Galifianakis where he's like looking around and seeing all the numbers swirling around him? I'm like, oh yes, and beautiful minding it. Uh-huh, yeah, now it's all clicking. Okay, so College of Eloquence. That is this bud's college. Love it. Okay. Because instruments were too small for his fingies. <laughs> He's like, I will use the one instrument I was born with, which is my voice. And by voice, I mean, I'm going to talk them into submission. Exactly. No singing talent whatsoever. Mm-mm. I figure this is right up your alley because instead of a list of cover songs to do when you're role-playing this character, you can just have a list of puns ready to go. Listen... I still think my ABBA cover songs would be excellent. (laughs) I have a ukulele right there! I cannot wait to play in the one shot where your co-bard, Cobald, plays ABBA cover songs to inspire the big bad. Yes, I cannot wait for Cobard to see the light of day. Master! This one's got chicken tea! (laughs) (laughs) I will blow out my voice, but it will be worth every... Second of scratchy voice the next day. Exactly. If you're not doing character voices, what are you doing? I'm going to pick my background because I want to see what proficiencies I'll get from there before I decide what I want to do expertise in. And I already see absolutely the one I'm going to take. It's entertainer. Why would I take anything else? (laughs) Because you don't hate yourself. 
The entertainer background is described, you thrive in front of an audience. You know how to entrance them, entertain them, and even inspire them. Your poetics can stir the hearts of those who hear you, awakening grief or joy, laughter, laughter, or anger. Or anger. <laughs> or anger. Hey, listen, puns don't go over great with everyone, but they're still art. <laughs> You know, Darby, we've been friends for about five years now. Your puns still don't always go over well with me. Yes, but some of them do. Very occasionally. That's more than very occasionally. You know it's a little bit more. You know. Listeners, she knows. I think you're mistaking me finding you funny for finding your puns funny. Aren't they one and the same? No. I am the pun Gliacci. <laughs> It's only funny because you're making a bard. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just decided his last name is Pungliachi. Dwayne Pungliachi. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, skill proficiency in acrobatics, and I get one more. It's probably going to be deception. Is that the only charisma-based skill you haven't taken so far? I think so. Yeah, it looks like it. I get a tool proficiency in disguise kits, and I get to choose a musical instrument. Love it. You know what? I'll give him a drum, because maybe he'll just, as a humor thing, will drum roll himself in, you know? <laughs> oh, I love the idea that he does his own rim shots, like, ba-dum, in the middle of his set. <laughs> what if he did it with his biceps? <laughs> well, I thought he only had a nine strength. Hey, that, you know, bodybuild, they can flex their muscles. Maybe he flexes his bicep. <laughs> or his pecs. Yeah, or... Are the, what are biceps? Well, the biceps are on your arm. The pecs are the boob muscles. Oh! Oh! <laughs> his pecs! Maybe he squishes his pecs together with like a little symbol in between. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that the biceps were the ones on your chest? No. No, definitely not. No. I definitely did not think that because I definitely have an understanding of human muscles and where they are. Yeah, I definitely believe you. Mm, yes. I'm gonna roll insight. <laughs> I don't need to roll insight. I have very high passive insight. I rolled a 17. Are you lying to me? You're the one who's lying to me. I didn't tell the lie. I tried to decide whether I think you believe me. Oh no, I said I don't believe you. Oh, I heard you do believe me. No. Welp. Okay, okay. But yeah, I'll give him a drum. He'll use symbols. Maybe he'll have little drums underneath his pecs. Then he'll just... I don't know how muscles work. I don't know if there's enough force to just drum a little drum, but it'd be really funny. I mean, he could probably have a tattoo of a drum on his pecs. Oh, and he uses like thaumaturgy or something to make the sound of a bounce. Oh yeah, there we go. That's perfect. He has the like tattoos on his body and he flexes the right muscles at the right time to make it look like his body's making a rim shot. Hell yeah. Ah, yes. Excellent. <laughs> okay, back to class. What will I give him expertise in? Performance, first of all. Absolutely, because you do not want to be a stand-up comedian who cannot hold their audience. God, that would suck so much. What about for the other one, though? He is super big. Mm -hmm. But I feel like persuasion is maybe more his game as opposed to intimidation. I feel like the line between intimidation and persuasion is so fine that he walks it with precision. He does that thing where it's, what's the saying? Walk softly and carry a big stick. So like he's very soft-spoken, but he's the big stick. <laughs> yep, big stick. 
Last thing to pick is feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably want to pick something that will raise his charisma by one. It'd be nice to have an 18, you know. Well, and you're probably looking at actor. Yeah. Which I also feel would be good for him, because a lot of comedians are really gifted at imitation and impressions. Yeah, because the only one off the top of my head that I know is also a boost to charisma is the UA feat Fey Touched, which gives you a couple little spells, but I don't really feel like he's Fey Touched. I feel like he's just, he's an actor man. He's funny. He does the bits. Skilled at mimicry and dramatics, you gain the following benefits. Increase your charisma score by one to a maximum of 20. You have advantage on charisma, deception, and performance checks while in trying to pass yourself off as a different person. Which I think we could count impressions as under that umbrella. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just like funny impressions of maybe like, ah, did you see what that lord did the other day? Oh man, does an impression. You can mimic the speech of another person or the sounds made by other creatures. You must have heard the person speaking or heard the creature make the sound for at least one minute. A successful insight check contested by your deception check allows a listener to determine that the effect is faked. I think for someone doing stand-up comedy, maybe poking some fun at the nobility or something that happened in town while he was there, I think being able to mimic what he hears would be really funny. I agree. I think that's a good idea. I'm agreeing with my own proposal. I have such good ideas. <laughs> Amazing. I'm thinking in terms of his spell casting. Like, there's really only one option for his signature spell, right? It's gotta be Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> I think you're right. But I think also thaumaturgy, because I feel like he'd be using it a lot to boom his voice. Mm-hmm. God, there's so much that thematically fits so well with a stand-up comedian. Like, vicious mockery. Vicious mockery is also very, especially if he's more on the political side, talking about the nobility. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, can he not learn thaumaturgy? That would be tragic. No! Okay, no, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> change my feet. You're gonna change your feet just so you can learn thaumaturgy? Yes, because I'm all about the flavor. You know what? Fair enough. Maybe he's pretty decent at doing impressions even without the actor feet. Yeah. Okay, it's not Ritual Caster, it's Magic Initiate that will give him two cantrips and one spell at the first level depending on which caster I imitate. I think so, yeah. I think warlocks get it. I know clerics get it. It does not look like warlocks get thaumaturgy, I guess. <laughs> wow, so who can get it? I know clerics can, because I've played a cleric who's taken thaumaturgy before. Oh my gosh, only clerics can learn thaumaturgy. I guess I was thinking it had to have been more, but I only think it's more than cleric because tieflings get it as a racial ability. Yeah, and maybe there are other subclasses that get thaumaturgy or of the ability to access thaumaturgy, but only if they do specific things. Like, uh, there's a warlock pact of the tome. You get mm -hmm. access to two cantrips of your choice, and you can add into your book ritual spells of any class as long as you spend the time to copy them down, just like a wizard would copy down spell books. Okay. And they'll give you access to any cantrips, as well as, like, there's another additional, like, eldritch invocation that you can take once you have Pact of the Tome that gives you more spells. There's something like that. Well, if you're going to take the Magic Initiate and go with the Cleric class, what other Cleric cantrip would you take? Kind of limited. Word of Radiance would be really funny. 
Well, I'm wondering if maybe he takes guidance because sometimes he's like, I'm having an off night. I need to make myself a little funnier. Maybe. I also think the idea of like his words being so powerful, they're practically divine. (laughs) That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is radiant damage. So thaumaturgy, vicious mockery, and Tasha's hideous laughter. Those are the signature spells this guy's working with. This is like his bread and butter. Mm Mm-hmm. He gets one more spell from the cleric list. Mm-hmm. The cleric first level spells are kind of fun. <laughs> Command? Command would be pretty funny. Or maybe it's protection from evil and good, and after, like, a really bad performance, he's just like, ooh, better just cast that on myself. Or with Command just being like, no one's laughing, just cast Command. Laugh. <laughs> okay, you've convinced me Command is a good option. Ha-ha! <laughs> Huzzah! All right, so let's talk about backstory a little bit. We already know Dwayne Pungliacci looks strong, but is in actuality just weaker than a sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And it's just a given that he's a disappointment to his parents. But what else do we know about him? Maybe he told his family, like, oh, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, I just feel like pillaging and, you know, rah, I'm gonna go do that by myself because I'm so determined and then he just goes bard college instead (laughs) he just like lies to them all the time he's like i you know i'm just so busy raiding villages (laughs) can't come home what if his bard college is just him going and doing like stand-up open mic nights (sighs) and that's how he got trained yeah, you like call it how some some majors will be like, oh, you have to take an internship to like complete your major. His thing was to go be a stand-up comedian. I mean, stand-up comedians pretty famously play colleges all the time, so it fits. So it's just like, yeah, go do a bunch of stand-up comedy things at your college. Just do a bunch of performances. Your peers are going to rate you. And he was actually pretty funny, even without the assistance of Tasha's hideous laughter. Yeah. So why is he an adventurer now? Why is he no longer just hitting up all the comedy clubs and killing the circuit? I'm in the biz. I know the terminology. Uh, (laughs) I should know the terminology better, but I don't. (laughs) I mean, I imagine that wherever he travels, he still hits up the comedy clubs, but maybe... What if he accidentally got roped into being an adventuring party because people, like, saw him and they're like, Oh, that's who I want in my party. He looks big and strong. (laughs) And he's just like, I I, I, I swore. So he was, like, contracted as the hired muscle, but instead he's just the face. Yeah. They, like, hired him because they were, like, stereotyping Goliaths, and they're like, ah, yeah, you know, all Goliaths are, they're not that smart, and they're all about the muscle. Like, this guy sounds like who we want to be the muscle of our operation. And he shows up, and he's got the tiny little drum tattoos under his pecs, and he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Dwayne Pungliachi. Makes his pecs do the and they're like, oh, no, but we don't have enough money to hire anyone else, so I guess we got Pungliachi over here. Perfect. Yeah. Do you want to summarize your new character for us, Darby? Sure. We've got Dwayne Pungliachi, a Goliath who disappointed his family by, instead of being muscly and big, decided to be a stand-up comedian and was accidentally roped into adventuring when people thought a Goliath's only purpose was to be a raging barbarian. Mm-hmm. And to his credit, he does have the outward appearance of muscle. Imagine he just does minor illusion just to give him the look of muscles. 
or like mm-hmm. alter self or something disguise self he's just like a muscly goliath or he's always wearing a hat of disguise and it's just to make his muscles look bigger no other changes Oh, yeah. That he would absolutely get something like that. Invest every penny he has into, like, a tiny little hat that he can wear. So then when he goes home, he's like, Ma, Pa, look how strong I am. No, 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 don't, don't hug me, though. But, you know, I'm so strong. Mm-hmm. He goes home for Goliath holidays, and they ask him, so how's all the pillaging going? And he's like, oh, yep, it's going great. I'm doing awesome. I'm I'm really killing it out there. He has to stop himself before he does up. Yep. Just instinctu- instinctively. Because <laughs> he's just so used to rolling with the punches. Hey. That's all for this week. Be sure to join us next week for another Chaotic Creation. Chaotic Creations is created, produced, and hosted by Harper Hayes and Darby Pack. Editing is by Harper Hayes, and web design is by Darby Pack. The art is by Kiku Hughes, who you can find on Twitter, at Kiku Hughes, and the music is by Kevin McLeod. You can find us online at chaoticpod.com. If you would like to chat with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at chaoticpod. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and tell your favorite nerdy friend about us. It's the best way to help us grow. Thanks for listening.